I'm Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with Nurse Erica. We're Nurses Uncorked, the podcast that takes nursing facts with nursing comedy and makes a little cocktail out of it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Nurses Uncorked. Uh, I am Nurse Erica, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Nurse Jessica Seitz. She usually gets to say that. But she's a little emotional today, so I'm doing Mm -hmm. the intro. And she's emotional because we just, just literally a couple minutes ago, got done with our podcast with a world-renowned psychic medium, John Edward. And Jessica had some powerful moments and validations during... that podcast. And so she, she, she's a little emotional today. You might see a little different side of Jessica, but it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. And I this think that a, we're both a, like, it's whoo. a healing day. It's a healing day. Yeah. Um, and it's, a uh, uh, it's, it's something I should do more often actually, which is talk about, uh, past loved ones that have, you know, good God almighty. I'm a Here she goes today. again. Here she goes again. <laughs> yeah, I should do this more often because it is it is good. It's um it's healing, but I don't do it cuz I hate like it's so emotional that it's just a hard place to go to. So Yeah, I, and it's I, draining. It is draining. Yes. Yeah. Crying makes me tired. I don't like it. Oh, me too. If um, I have a good cry, like I'm I'm done for. I need to nap. Oh, you need a nap? Like Yeah. Then when you wake up, you're puffy and you still yep. feel And then like your you nose keeps recover. running or getting stuffy until like, the next what? day until yeah. yeah, I don't recover till the, so I'm doomed for the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I did um, not yeah. cry. Um, but I also didn't really get validation and you know, I'm a little salty. I'm a little salty. But, but Erica <laughs> was, I think we needed a rock. We needed somebody to be the rock on this episode. And I will say Erica was nervous before he came on. And then yeah. she just went into a zone of like, she I, was like Oprah Winfrey. You were like, you, you were like all just, <laughs> hi, John. Um, okay, first question is, um, and she's just like all relaxed. Like she's talking to her cousin, Johnny. And I'm here like. <laughs> she clammed up. You guys, she clammed up. Have you ever heard Jessica clam up? Because I have not. She's normally like Miss Talkative and boisterous. I did. And I, I was. Did. I just kept talking, feeling bad, like I was manipulating the conversation or something. And I kept trying to throw you bones. Like here's here's your opportunity, Jess. Jump in there. And she's like, I I just was in just the, sitting there. I don't know what it. I was just like I could not believe that it was happening. I'm like. I, <laughs> this is like somebody that I've just like always I've followed all these years and watched used to watch crossing over religiously and mm, loved me that too. show I yep, mean like I remember and, and it I, I remember I constantly think there's no way that's coincidence it's not a coincidence like I've always thought yeah. that this man has a gift like a true true gift he does so to he does. be to for him to come on our little podcast was like what like I just yeah. such a nice man, such a appreciative um, person of, of healthcare workers and nurses, and yeah, genuine. I mean, he follows Down Erica. Um, I did. He Erica does. started he following follows. me on Instagram last night. He followed, he followed me, me on Instagram. I don't think he even well, follows course, me on he's Instagram. Known who Erica was. <laughs> yeah. I I only started following him yesterday on Instagram, and I think maybe he saw that I was I don't a know nurse if I even and probably didn't him even put Instagram. it together. 
and then followed me back. But I, I, he doesn't follow me on TikTok, and that's okay. I don't care. But he, he did. He only follows know who hospice Erica nurses. Was. No, I'm just kidding. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All I know is that I'm glad that he did follow you, and you followed him because now we made a friend, and he um, was so receptive and welcoming to come on our podcast. And I just, I'm looking at this man like <laughs> on the screen. In <laughs> she front was of me. just like. So, and then, well, because the other thing is. You look up, which I just discovered. Uh, Apparently, when when Jessica gets nervous, she looks up when she's speaking. I've never seen her do this before because honestly, she doesn't get nervous. I was looking for my mother. Like she doesn't get nervous. Like she'll just she'll just speak off the cuff. Whereas I need like notes and research and a prepared speech, you know, to be comfortable. Jessica just gets up there and talks. But today she's like looking up as she's well, talking and I realize that's your nervous one, thing it is it is I've I, if, whenever I am really stressed um or nervous I that's one thing I will do and uh, I told Erica this earlier people actually think of looking off <laughs> like just coaching me or something like you know but it's not it it's just um maybe I'm looking yeah. for like help from somebody but I will say up until he joined and logged onto the podcast, we didn't know if he would have the availability to be visual or not. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. He had told us he's, he's on he, tour. He didn't know where he would be for the taping. And he said, if there's a good background, then he hopes to be able to be on video. So yeah. when he so popped on and there he was, there he was, I was, uh, I, I think I did some dorky thing. I was, that part's not recorded, but I was like, <gasps> <laughs> Then I got nervous and told him about my husband said he takes like everybody else. I she John Edward just comes on like two seconds before on our podcast, and her introduction to him is, "Well, my husband says you like everyone else," and I'm like, "I told well, I let me rephrase it. I said I am so genuinely nervous right now. I said, and I want to. I said I'm going to start this off with a icebreaker." And so I told him this morning, true story that my, I told my husband how nervous I was. And I, I was like, wish me luck. I'm so nervous. He's like, calm down. He takes his like everybody else does. So I thought he had enjoyed that. It was that. actually was like, funny. And I think he thought it was hilarious. He did. He's like, yeah, I do. I do. I'm just, <laughs> and then earlier I told Erica, I'm like, it, he probably has spirits there while he's taking a dump. But that's a whole nother story. Well, I didn't tell him that. I didn't say that. That, that was an earlier joke. I I have only ever gone to two psychics and he's one of them. And it was, you know, like a big show, not a pub, not a private reading or anything. Um, but I have always hoped to hear from my children's father. I've mentioned that to you before, uh, because I felt like there's never, you know, obviously it was, it was sudden unexpected and there's some questions still that kind of haunt me to this day. Um, you know, I, I would love to know that he's here around my kids, if nothing else, you know. And so am I am I a little disappointed that he didn't come through? Yeah, if I'm being honest. Have your, have your kids ever said that they've gotten any kind of signs or like they, you, they've maybe... had dreams, especially in the in the first like year or two after he passed. Yeah, they, they both had some some powerful dreams but nothing recent that they have shared with me um you know uh but I asked him point blank what I wanted to ask him you know about why is it that some people don't seem to come through and you know I thought his answer made a lot of sense you know especially Mm -hmm. when he said 
that he has people in his family that have never come through to him. I'm like, well, if they're not coming through to him, <laughs> you know? Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I really, I, I liked the question that I asked him about. I think that some people are more open and more receptive to getting those signs and those validations. Like, right. Um, I think that you have to, a, you have to believe it to a certain extent. Like if you feel like there's yeah. no hope, this is all a fake hullabaloo. I, I think the sign could be right in your face from yeah. the past loved one. And you're just not going to see it. You're just, you're not, I, I've had, you know, multiple things since my, you know, parents passed. Like one, one time I was literally talking with my, my father had died. It had been already like 15 months since he passed. And I was talking out of the blue, not that I bring up my father on a daily basis, but I was talking to my husband and we were just talking about um, funny stuff. Like it was just a random conversation that he used to do when I was younger. And then my cell phone rang. So I was, we stopped the conversation. I answered the cell phone and it was a lady from a pharmacy that my father had used that there was a rebate check that oh, owed wow. my father for $25 oh and 12 cents. Yeah. See, but I don't was, think that's I, a coincidence. Was, I don't either. It was just out of the blue. Like I don't talk about my father like all the time. Like I just, you know, and to me and my husband be joking and making jokes about my dad and stuff that he used to do the phone ring and it be somebody that had a $25 check to come back. I was like, that was weird. I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry, but what? And it wasn't like yeah. he just died. I mean, we're talking 15 months later. So they mailed me the check. I got $25 and 12 cents. <laughs> you want to know what my sign is? And it's so weird. I've never really talked about this publicly. There's only probably like four or five people that I've ever told this to. You know, everyone else has these like, I don't know, cliche signs. Like, like some of the ones John mentioned, like a cardinal, butterfly, um, pennies, you know, numbers, sequence numbers, that kind of thing. Okay. Right. Mine. So stupid. I can't is, wait to hear this. <laughs> um, the like Volkswagen bug, VW bug, the car. <laughs> Why? What the hell? What does that mean? Um, it, I'm not entirely sure. My grandma had one when I was very okay. young, like one of the old, old ones. And I remember, I have distinct memories of her like taking me to plays, um, to watch some ch children play children's plays when I was younger and, and being in this car. And it, I still remember the smell of like the old leather and all of that. Um, mm -hmm. so that's my only memory of, of ever being in one of those cars, but uh, when I, the year I turned 40, I've alluded to that a lot of times. One, one, one day I have to tell this whole story because that's a lot, but it was this very transformational year oh. for me. And, um, Oh yeah. That was your stressful year. You've, you've told yeah, me a little year bit from about hell, that. the year from hell. Yes, truly. Yes. Yeah. And so coming out of that year, I really changed my whole outlook and I went from a lifelong pessimist to, to, I don't know if I can fully call myself a full-fledged optimist, but I'm like three quarters of the way there, a whole hell of a lot more than I used to be. Okay. Um, That's and good. part of that, you know, was like, I did all the things, all the things like 
um, visualization and um, meditation and affirmations. Like I was doing all those things hardcore for a very long time. And for whatever reason, one day I was in my car driving and I was thinking about, I need a sign. Like, what is my sign, my validation or something? And for whatever reason, the stupid VW bug is what came into my mind. Okay. So I'm like, if I see these, you know, that that's my sign. Well, everyone sees VW bugs. Like that's not unusual, but here's what happens to me. And only when I'm like vibrating high, like when I'm really putting in the spiritual work, you know, and I know that sounds hokey, yeah, but yeah, no, um, it doesn't. I'm, I'm the more I'm learning about just, it, the more I'm understanding. Yeah. I won't just see like one or two or three when I'm driving around, I will see like 19 just out mm-hmm. doing my errands, like an, like an exorbitant amount. Or I see very unusually painted ones. So not just like a red one or, you know, but like custom paint jobs, with, you know, with like three different colors on them. Or I will pull into a parking lot and go to park without even looking where I'm parking. And there will be one in front of me, beside me, beside me. You know, it's like all these really weird kind of vw bug signs not just one well, or two and that passing. has to be a that, that has to yeah. be a sign i think so i mean yeah i i definitely get i i had one other big one one time was um pretty soon right after my father died um i was you know in a sad state because i was a second parent gone and ooh, yeah. i'm not getting emotional here but um you already did that earlier it's okay. <laughs> Jessica got a little well, emotional on our John Edward podcast, but it was it was beautiful and it was I think well, it was important. It, just, it sucks to lose people, parents, when you're still young, you know. Anywho, yeah. he loved the PGs, like loved the freaking PGs. I don't know if you know. Yeah. How deep staying alive, staying like, alive. Yes, ah, yes, ah. yes. That's our CPR um, song. When he to the. To the point, like, when he was in hospice and on his final days, like, I would play it on my phone. You know, just songs that he liked. And two different times, like, right after he passed, like, one time it, I turned on the radio and the freaking song, first thing I turned it on was a BG song. The next day, I opened the TikTok app, which I never get this kind of crap. Like, I'm scrolling and the Bee Gees page comes up on my freaking thing. Like, you know, now, so now I'm a follower of the Bee Gees on TikTok. But, you know, I, yeah, and, you know, it could be, I, I think the radio one was definitely a sign. Um, now, maybe the yeah. TikTok one, they, they probably listened to you and I probably maybe said it to my sister about hearing right. it on the radio. And, right. and maybe that's why it came up on TikTok. But I definitely look at, um, right when I clicked on the radio um, that day, you know, having feeling overly emotional that I turned it on and it was a freaking Bee Gees song, which I was like, to me, you know, it, that's not something you hear daily. It's not the type of music I've listened to. Like, real, right. although I, when I do start listening to it, I like it. Um, they did have some great songs, some great hits. But um, <laughs> yeah, I take that. That was another big, big sign for me. And uh yeah. I would say the only other really big one I've had, and I don't even know if you would say that this isn't really a sign, but right before my mom died, like maybe a couple months before she died, I had this like crazy vivid dream. It was the most 
vivid dream I've ever had, like where you remember every detail, you know what I'm talking about? And it's like, you were really <laughs> there, you know, some dreams, like they're a little foggy or muted or right. this one, I, my mom loved Disney world, right? Like she's obsessed with Mickey mouse and all that, which she would take us to Disney multiple times a year, like loves huge Disney freak. So I had a dream before she died that I was walking up to my grandmother's house and I could see and Mickey Mouse, this is going to sound crazy, like I'm tripping on LSD or something. Mickey Mouse was outside of my grandmother's house, like moving around and dancing, right? With Minnie Mouse. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden I got this rush of, the only way I can describe it is in my dream lights. Like if you've ever seen that movie with Robin Williams where um, – it's about like what the afterlife is like. Have you ever seen that where he's in heaven? Oh my I forget God. what it's called. Yes. That, yes. What dreams may that, come. Is that what it is? Yes. That movie. First of all, disclaimer, like warning, I think for anyone that hasn't seen that movie, I highly recommend it, but please be prepared. Especially now that Robin Williams has died too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's, that I've only watched it once and it is forever ingrained in my memory. It was very disturbing, very beautiful, very visually stunning. And yes, the light, the way has, the colors are that they yes. do what heaven looks like. That's the only yes. way I can explain that dream is that but I purgatory. saw in my mind... In my mind, uh, well, yeah, that part is, is awful. I mean, that, I, that, I, that is awful. I've never really thought about it until I saw that movie. And you can't unthink it after you watch that movie. It's, it's scary. Okay. Yeah. But getting back to the happy part, Erica. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What I, it, the dream that I had was as if I was getting a glimpse of what my mother's heaven was going to be like. That's how I interpret it was that I was getting a glimpse of what she was going to be living and what she was going to be seeing, like her ultimate freaking party, like uh, the things that brought her joy. So that's the way I interpret that dream. Like, and it was just simple stuff, but, and the warmness that I felt in the dream, like I literally felt like as if I was going, it was craziest dream. I've never had a dream like that before, ever since, but I felt warm. I felt peaceful. I felt like there was this light, but the, I'm telling you, the colors are like colors I've never seen. Like, I mean, wow. crazy pinks, blues, purples. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the only, the closest comparison I could have is the colors they use in that movie. And it was just something simple. Like, but it was comforting. Oh, oh my, it made me want to go. Like, <laughs> I mean, if that's a glimpse of what heaven's going to be like, wow. I was like, that dream made me feel like, Hey, if, if that's what my mom is going to experience, she's going to be okay. Cause it felt great. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I think that that's another one big, like sign I had. I, it was almost like, you know, maybe it was my grandmother passed that helped me have that dream. Almost like she's going to be okay. Like, yeah. this is what this is what she's going to be seeing and she'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So that was my, a pretty cool one. Yeah. My uh, cousins in Prague in the Czech Republic, they lost their mom um, when their mom was only about 50, 51 years. She was pretty young, um, died of an aggressive cancer. And uh, they have sworn that um, 
they see a series of numbers, which is a common thing that people will say for I signs, have heard that. right? But yeah. her numbers are so obscure. It's um you know, it's, I think it's the date of her death and in Europe, you know, they reverse the order. So it's, um, day of month and then month and then year. And so yes, it's this yeah. big, long, like eight digit obscure number. It's not repeating numbers or anything, you know, it's very oddly specific and they will see it all the time. And, and they had told me about this, um, and I just thought, okay, well, you know, that's nice validation, but it didn't seem so real. Maybe, I don't know. And then they came to visit some years ago. And actually, this is funny. I have this picture here because Jessica told me to bring pictures of people that have passed that, um, for a John Edward interview, just to kind of have their energy here, if I would like to hear from them. And so this was my cousin, um, Katerina and that's, oh. that's in, in the Czech Republic. And, uh, Carlo Vivari when we went there and she passed um very young very young only a couple years after that picture yeah it was beautiful and I miss her all the time um but she came to visit me with her sister and I I took them to the Grand Canyon Mm -hmm. and we get out we're at you know one of the outlook things they've never seen the Grand Canyon before they're in awe and you know they have um uh, like like those park uh national park informational things placards all over the place right and we're standing in front of one that we hadn't even paid attention to and we look down and it's something about like a bald eagle and it's talking about the wingspan and it is that exact obscure eight digit number or whatever it was and they're like there it is and i'm like there's no fucking way are you serious <laughs> Yes. And it's like the, and it's this long, like I said, obscure number. It's not repeating numbers like most people or they have a time or something. No, it's this weird, crazy number and they see it all the time. Yeah. See, it's crazy how people's like little validations come through. You know, yeah. my, my I, I think I lied. I said, I don't have other signs, but I do. My mom, <laughs> when she brought her comfort was butterflies. Like, okay. um, Oh, and, and I will share the exact details of the story that I was trying to tell John that I didn't tell him the specifics, but I'll, I'll get into that in a second. <laughs> but Butterfly's brought her peace. Like, she passed away under hospice's care in my home. I had butterfly sheets on her bed. She asked um, at her um, funeral she would like a butterfly release. Like, she specifically asked that. She's told me, yeah. which we did. Um, or she probably would have haunted me if I hadn't, she, she told me, um, (laughs) after she passed to look for butterflies that I would see her in butterflies. Right. So God, here I go again. That's okay. Get it out. It's a very healing day. It's a healing emotional day, but we knew that it might be. So that's okay. You take your time. In the meantime, I will show you another picture. Because okay. I have four of them here. That's a good idea. Because Jessica gave me this good advice. But this is my ex-husband and I. I don't know if you can see. We're at Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really That's love this picture. picture. You got a panoramic photo there. Yeah. Yeah. So I had that one out here hoping to maybe hear from him. I'm going to spit this out before I can't say it. So anytime okay. I'm stressed or having a bad time, I'll see like a butterfly. But it'll be like a really colorful one. like. Not not a normal one. 
a unique one. Kind of like my crazy VW bugs, not just a red yes. one driving by, but a crazy unique like one that yellow, stands out. And, like a yellow and blue or something. Yeah. Crazy. And it's meaningful and you notice it. So this is my grandmother, my Awella. And that's oh. a rose petal I put in here from her funeral. So oh. and that's me with her with this picture. You're going to have to talk for a minute. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, Let me compose myself. That, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking of all the things. I'll that, tell my other story. That John said, I appreciate so much his wisdom with his medical background, and really being empathetic to nurses. And when I read that, or when I saw the the previous podcast he had done talking about empathy manipulation, and he used that term, I was like, oh wow. Because you know that I use yeah. I say that all the time. That that tells me he's it's not just talk. Like he gets it. Because unless you've been the victim of empathy manipulation, you don't get it. And the the example right. that he gave of his boss saying, "Well, you know, come in and do this the AM labs, and then we'll take you over to day surgery so you can have your tonsils." <laughs> that is the most yeah. nurse manager thing ever. Right. Typical. Like, you totally, know, they totally would say typical. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be like, oh, OK, but first I need you to work an overtime shift and then you can do that on your day off. <laughs> or I know that you're coming down with a high fever and you're sick as a dog um, and you're probably going to call off tomorrow. But is there any way you could just finish out the shift today? Like, because right. we'd have yeah. nobody to give your patients to. Like, that's the and kind that of would be patient thing. abandonment, which it's that, not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's what they would say. You can't just leave. Right. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, back to, I think I can do it now. The the okay. story, what I was going to say is that, I, and I told Erica this yesterday, but um, I I did like a, a little list of like things like that if they, if I did have it mentioned would be really cool. So mm -hmm. one of the things I wrote was um, my admiration for Josh Groban, which I love. I think he's one of the most amazing singers ever like I've always I've gone to so many of his concerts but and my mom learned to love him too because she knew how much I did um so when she passed can, can I like interrupt me, you real quick with the Josh Groban yeah um thing. yeah I'm sorry and I the, think he's really handsome this, too by the way he is I do the this is so obscure but the Josh Groban episode of Allie McBeal is my favorite episode do you amazing. remember Allie McBeal amazing yeah, yes, wasn't that, that was an amazing episode? episode. Doesn't she? He sings at is it the prom or homecoming? Yeah, like his prom. Something? Like he's I'm just like a nerd in high school or something. I haven't seen it in like twenty years or whatever. But it's then an at the end, episode. she takes she goes with him to prom or something, and then he just gets up there and sings, and the entire high school is like, "Where brought did that down the come school. from?" They brought, yeah, he brought down the house, man. Yeah, yeah. That, he was young yeah. there too. I think he was like he sixteen was. years old. He was like yeah. a little Josh Groban baby. Yeah, the the real Josh yeah. Groban fans we call us Grobanites. That's 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 the nickname. Are you for serious? Josh Groban, like Swifties. Yeah, yeah, they're Grobanites. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. There's a there's a there's a cult of us. Um, but anyways, <laughs> he sings of with me being Catholic. You know, Ave Maria is a huge uh, important song. Like that um, is such. And he a, sings he sings Ave such Maria. A beautiful song. It's beautiful. I had that play and at if my wedding. You've never listened to Josh Groban's. 
Oh, it. I mean, it's there's something it, very peaceful. It will and relaxing. bring me to tears if I hear a really beautiful rendition of it. My favorite is uh, Luciano Pavarotti singing it a cappella. He's I amazing. Where, and, and it it's just mm, beautiful. Beautiful. It's, yeah. It it truly is. I but I don't play it anymore because it takes me back to yeah. Anyways, so my mom, when she was passing away, she wanted that played as she was in her final hours. So it was on repeat over and over. The song, it was beautiful. I mean, as she's crossing over to have that playing was, was gorgeous. Anyways, mm-hmm. I wrote that down as one of my, my things yesterday. I was writing it down on paper. I specifically wrote right here. And, and mom, she did. Josh I can verify this because she, she showed it to me yesterday. Ave Maria when she died. Okay, I wrote that down. As I just finished writing that down, I'm at simultaneously trying to do more research on John Edward, and I was watching one of his readings in a group setting. Like, I don't know. It was a random YouTube video, and I was listening to it. And he says, he's talking to two ladies, and he's like, um, I'm getting something about an, an opera-type um, singers." Almost like a Josh Groban or an Andre Bocelli. And that there's a connection to somebody listening to, this is my musical section, there's a connection to um, a male opera singer. There's a connection to something with male opera. I'm hearing loud opera voice, whether it be Mario Lanza or Pavarotti, Placido, I don't know what this is, um, Josh Groban, but there's like a male voice loud. I literally goosebumps everywhere at the freaking coincidence, or not coincidence, mm-hmm. I think it was a validation. He says it was. <clears throat> Um, of thinking that if there was some way that he brought that up would be amazing, but writing it down physically, putting it out there in the universe as he's in. And I I thought it was cool that he did validate for us that this was an amazing thing to do because you have to be open and you have to put it out there. And if you're ever going to be receptive or, you know, to opening up and hearing these things, but to write it down as I'm making my list. It was the one, two, three, four. Fifth thing on my list. I've just written that one. And he says to the lady, something's coming through about an opera. Well, and her connection was not Josh Groban. It actually was Andre Bocelli. I'll have to find the episode, Joe, to Erica. Yeah. But yeah. And I I literally, as I'm because I'm looking at my paper, I was like, I looked up at my computer screen. I'm like, holy hell, did that just happen? Did yeah. I really just write that down? Josh Groban's song, Ave Maria, when she died, and he just said, I'm getting an opera singer like a Josh Groban. Yeah. What the flip? I mean. Uh, okay, but I wrote down something and a symbol that would have, you know, been meaningful to me, and I didn't get it at all. So maybe I'm a little will, jealous. Uh, you need to not close off, though, because it might not be that you got it yesterday or that you got it today, but you. Yeah. You might get it when you're least expecting it. Maybe it'll be tomorrow or maybe at a time that you're feeling cruddy or after you've meditated or something, you might, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that I need was, to get back um, into doing that. I haven't done it in a while. I'm not vibrating pretty, pretty high cool. these days. I need to put in the work. Oh, I'm always vibrating everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Woo, TMI. I feel good. TMI. Yeah. <laughs> No, not that kind of, not that kind of vibration. One of those remote control ones. Yeah, no, this is more (laughs) like I, like, and I, we discussed that on the podcast too, was a lot of healthcare workers, um, 
you know, I think some more than others, not everybody, but there's a large percentage of us that do take on people's emotions or feelings. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, you can't help it, you know? Um, even to the point that I do this with everybody, like I, during the podcast taping with John Edward, I felt the need to validate him. Like I felt yeah, like me John too. Edward, like poor John Edward, <laughs> poor John Edward, <laughs> yeah, poor, poor multimillionaire John Edward. Um, like I felt like he needs to hear. Yeah, these no, I, I'm sure he, he does. Knows. I'm sure he does. But and and especially I, I psychics thought... get so much criticism and hate. You know, for as much oh, love as of uh, as much love as they get, they get I'm sure equal amounts criticism yeah, and hate. Yeah, I'm always taking on other people's. I'm always want like they must feel like this. They must, you know, like yeah. I'll have not talked to somebody for months, and I'll get them on the phone, and I get a sense like something's wrong. They're going through a difficult time. Are you okay? Whereas other people wouldn't notice it. Like, it, it's just, I do that to myself. And I think that that's draining. Like, so a yeah, lot of times, like, the, as far as like, deaths that I've had, I close myself off because when I, when I open it, it's like the floodgates. So yeah. I try like, like, you probably won't hear me talk about this for a long time after today, because it's just yeah too it's much. hard it's hard i get yeah. that i do okay but can Definitely we can we talk about how i was funny for once you did make a funny <laughs> it was really good it was re i thought because that's not my I lane. literally i'm not funny you made me spit my i spit diet coke out <laughs> i spit on on my on podcast the john, john edward, edward podcast i literally and now I'm like, remember, what the hell did you say? What was I said. All about the death joke. You made a no pun intended. About. Yeah. I said, so, you know, uh, what was my question? Um, I'm dying to why ask does, you or something. When, no, something when, when someone has something about, no, maybe it was. Now I don't even remember. I have to go back and listen. Maybe it was. I think you I'm said I'm dying. Yes, dying I'm to dying to ask you. And then I said, no pun intended. But I'm, Yeah, um. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> And I was Jessica's like, that was like good. oh like, my god, you were funny. <laughs> yeah, I literally did. I spit I spit out my uh diet coke. And you actually, I will say, were, seemed very relaxed. I was. Like, I was I was super nervous beforehand, but that's because I had as I told you, I won't get into it, but a lot of crazy stuff happening overnight that and I had no yes. sleep and I'm having to deal with that. Um and I almost had to cancel it, but I did not want to. And you would have killed me and I wouldn't have forgiven myself. Um, so I was a bundle I'd have of been nerves like, because I'd have been of like, that. Erica, sorry, um, I'm going on. <laughs> I know you would have. You would have been I, like, I, would, there bitch, was, Sia, it's mine. He's, he's going to Australia. The man is not going to be available. Uh-uh. Right. Um, so I'm glad you were able at least to. We made yeah. it happen. But once yeah, it started, I was fine. And I thought I would be nervous, but I wasn't at all. He, he, I, he's very easy to talk to. He, he did show up like 10 minutes early. Right. And so we were he already on prepping. Yeah. And then he just showed up. He's very obviously, um, timely, you know, prompt. Um, but Which that I was kind of surprising, you know? And I can um, tell, I think he was in his house. That's his background in his home. Is it? Whenever, yeah, whenever he does like um, 
TikToks or I didn't know that. Uh, little videos. That's it's always like that warm blue that kind blue of colored lighting. background yeah, with can- like a couple that. candles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, I was it wondering, like so he must be back. He's home. not, but he's on tour, right? But I, you said he's in New Jersey. But he's got a break I thought he lived in New October York. October 16th. Oh, he's, oh, oh, he's got okay. a break till the okay. 16th. As so, if this man's schedule is any of our John business. Now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you'll, I'm like, you'll be in, um, New Jersey on the 16th. He's like, oh, I will. I'm like, yes. And then, <laughs> you're doing two days in New Jersey. And then you go to Australia. He's like psycho. He's probably like cuckoo. But I'm sure some and people I told don't do their homework you he liked Australia. Him. Remember? Yeah, he does. When, when we does. were prepping, I'm like, he does a lot of stuff in Australia. I don't know what the Australia thing is. But like every time you look up a video about him, it seems like it's in Australia. Sure enough. We talked about that too. Yeah. He, yeah, he has um, an affinity for Australia. Yeah, he said he does like it. The people are really friendly. They are friendly. I have some nurses that are um, supporters of mine that are from Australia, and they're like the kindest, like just genuinely nice. Like they're and go with the flow. Like I'm, I, yeah. I swear, I'm getting the vibe that this is just an Australia thing. Like just very I, I have compassionate a whole and caring playlist on Australia nurses. It's old. It's like three years old, but it's, um, Australian nurses have, have it good from what I remember. Really? They, they do? like, they, they have a whole national nursing union, um, for like the whole country. They, it seems like their pay I'm trying to remember is pretty good. Um, I think I want to say they have ratios. God, it's been so long. But you know what they do there, which is interesting, uh, and I'm not sure how I feel about this, is they graduate nursing school. They come out of nursing school already in a specialty. So, like, they come out as a trained L&D nurse or peds nurse or whatever they decide to do. I don't know that I think that's a good idea because don't you think you need the whole general nursing you know, education and I'm sure they get it to some extent, but that, and then what if you get into it and then you don't even like that specialty? So then you have to what, go back to school? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the one thing I, that I thought know. was weird. He's kind of our big, biggest, um, guest by far so far. Right. We're yeah, we have on, more, we only, have more coming up. Don't we Erica? We do. We have a lot yeah. more coming up. Like it's going to be exciting. So please stay tuned. Uh, but yes. we've only done what? 13 14 episodes so far and yes this will um, be his will be 14 but lucky one, 14 and this will be 15 this is number 15 yeah this bonus episode which we didn't have planned we're just doing it because we had so much to talk about like a debrief um yeah. so i think this, this is exciting like we're only yeah, but- you know we're brand new to podcasting we we have not only this this huge celebrity but someone that i have truly genuinely fangirled over for 20 plus years like into his shows this You've been is to his shows. Yeah, been to his show have books all all of it and um this is like a huge moment i think i think for I me wanna, and i know I it is for check you out his app i want to see about becoming oh, a me member too. of that yeah it's evolve plus dot tv Yes, I'm really yeah. excited about that. Like he um, explains it on our podcast, but he goes on there and he does like live readings and stuff um, 
on the on the app um and you get like special privileges like <laughs> special special john edward privileges like you're yeah. the first one to buy tickets you're the first one <laughs> to be in line for being read um and oh, i didn't uh, realize that That's yeah cool. yeah there's like bonus little perks and stuff um okay but, and it's like oh it's like a support team and you know he was yeah. explaining that there's so many fake john edward scams out there that this is like a safe place for people to I go can't even to imagine because there's so many fake nurse Erica's and he's on another stratosphere compared to me. So if I have yeah, that many, have I can't them, imagine what he's dealing with. He has with. them probably um, everywhere. Like it's, it's gotta yeah. be out of control. Yeah. So I got a second validation. <clears throat> I think in my mind, I uh, maybe not, but the, uh, I'm going to interpret it that way. Um, I had brought my, where did I put it? My grandmother's rosary. Um, my abuela, as I call her, she's my Cuban grandmother. We didn't call her yeah. grandma. And when I was freaking out this morning before the podcast started, I was freaking out because of all the drama I had to deal with overnight. Jessica pulls out this rosary and she's like, like okay, where did I just, put it? let's just pray. Let's just breathe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here okay, it here it is. Okay, here it is. It, it was sitting next to me. So this is what I had with me, which is it's actually really pretty. my, was my abuela's rosary um, that I was given I could keep it um so this is like from Cuba this is probably she was born in 1910 so this has mm. got to be over probably 100 years old um wow. so this is very very special to me and I keep it actually in my um studio room here it's on a shelf in here just as like a, oh I love that yeah so I th this is it's not like I pulled it out from it's always with me but I thought today would be like that was another thing I'd written down was about like if he mentioned that, like my grandmother mm -hmm. and the rosary. But um, anyways, we started getting on a topic about, um, oh, being receptive to frequencies and like how you yes. kind of have to like, some people are more receptive to that, more more spiritual because they either, they meditate or they get themselves into that zone. They allow it, you know, like. Um, right. So I was like, yeah, that's funny that you say that. I said, actually, or Eric, I think said, Jessica actually, um, oh, no, no, I brought up, I said, I have um, like rosaries. I said, growing up Catholic, you know, it was very strict. You do like, for most people that don't know, like for every, you do like 10 um, uh, uh, Hail Marys and then you switch mm -hmm. to an Our Father. Then you do 10 Hail Marys and you count each bead as a prayer. Um, right. For Catholics, it's like you, you do this, like you will do it. Like <laughs> that's how you're raised. Right. Um, I don't use it in the same way anymore. I, I mean, I do, I pray, but it's not like I have to do this. It's more of like a meditation. I explained to John was what I was telling him. Like I, I do it to like calm myself or to try to connect Focus. with people that have passed. That's, a, you know, like yeah. if I'm trying to like close my mind and um, I knew that he had, when I was doing my research yesterday for his intro, one of his books says something about the rosary. I wrote it down, but I didn't know what the, what it was about. Or, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. You need um, to get that book and read it. Yeah. So after I told him how I use the rosary now, and it helps me be more receptive, he's like, he started talking about the book and he's like, that's exactly what the book is about is, you know, he says he's a recovering Catholic, which I can completely um, yeah. understand that. Um, and while he still uses the rosary too, which I, I didn't know because I don't know what the book is about, but he uses it in the same way as it's, it's a relaxation, it's a meditation, it's a way to connect with 
the yeah. energy world, the world of uh, spiritual. spiritual world of, yeah, yeah, of where people go when they leave their physical body. So in my mind, um, and I think I might have showed this earlier, but this was my Awella. This is the one that would always sit in her rocker, my little Cuban Awella, and yeah. do every night that rolled after dinner back and forth. And you would see her <laughs> yeah, in Spanish, you know, um, but she always, or if she was nervous or scared or worried about us, right. she'd be facing, holding this and praying. Um, so I thought that that was really cool to me. Um, I got, maybe that, that uh, it is a validation. I think the one it yesterday. was. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just the fact that I brought up the rosary and that his book, he wrote that like, in the same way that I use the rosary. Right. It's kind of crazy. Um, you you he have told, to. He told me I need to come to a show. He doesn't want you to come to a show, Eric. Listen, I've already been to a show. I know that's why he Listen, said it. Listen, he's but I my had to buddy. Tease you. Back off. I, had to... <laughs> <laughs> like I have never been to a um, one of his shows, but I would love to. Um, he's got two in New Jersey, and then he's going to be in Australia. But um I, I would be amazing, but uh, it'd be he, fun if we could go to one together. Like if he came to Vegas or something and you came out oh here my and we gosh, went to I one would together. Love it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. But I think those are his last two dates as of right now in the U S is the yeah, New Jersey. But I, ones I think too. he does it like every year, maybe every couple of years or something goes on. To, I don't know. I don't He's know. He's been doing it um, a long time. That was really, really neat too. Um, and then while I'm calm now, I'll show, um, Y'all can all see where I get my love for wine from. Um, <laughs> my mother, even on uh, her final days of battling cancer, even though she could barely drink anything or she had a little bit, she'd always say, I take a little bit, a little bit. You know, she still wanted it. Just, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love just, it. Just like me. Yeah. So um, I had her picture in here too. And okay, um, but it was a pretty, pretty powerful recording. Pretty powerful. It was. Podcast. And you know what's amazing? To... We have had nothing but like technical difficulties from day one of, of podcast because we don't know what the hell we're doing. Every... And unfortunately, Jessica has to deal with the lion's share of that because I suck at all things technical. Um, but it has been like every week that we record one. It's like what fresh new hell awaits us this week in, in technical oh, Wait, wait till I do a response video on you that after you told me that it wasn't you, now we find out it was you the messing Listen, everything up. With we're the not cord. even getting into that. We're not even getting into that. <laughs> I'm going to get her back and do my own TikTok. Watch. Yeah. I'm going to do my own little we're thing. We're not even like, getting huh? into that. You want to know what? My what point is today our, our most, important podcast to date I would say um everything knock on wood seems to have gone exceptionally smooth right it did like there was did. nothing and that's never happened before never like there was never it, the quality was great there was no granted, issue granted we prepared like, <laughs> okay like yeah no so other. can we talk about how, how anal much it was? How nervous Jessica has been for like weeks. She mm -hmm, has mm -hmm. been just beating me over the mm -hmm. head with the John mm -hmm. Edward interview and we need mm -hmm. to do this. And she made me set up because my normal background <laughs> in my office is ugly as shit. 
right? Yeah. And so that wasn't good enough for John Edwards. So I had to move everything out here, which is fine. Don't you have a plant or something? Good God. (laughs) She's like, do something. It's so ugly. And then she made me set it all up yesterday, a full 24 hours ahead of time with all the equipment and everything. And she's like, don't touch a thing. (laughs) Don't touch your laptop. Nothing moves until tomorrow. And we had to do all these dry chest runs yesterday. Yeah. But, but even before that, you have been a crazy person about this interview. I have. She keeps bringing up like all the things that could go wrong and he's going to cancel. If if John Edward shows up (laughs) and Eric would be like, stop. I'm like, if, stop if putting the negativity on, in the universe. I know, but it's, I'm what I'm really weird about that. It's almost like I prepare myself for the worst in case <laughs> it happens because I don't want to be, I hate being let down and crushed. Like that's one thing that, uh, yeah. And I was too. so excited about doing this, this taping and having him so kindly come on to our podcast that I was just like, I wanted it to happen and not, and go off without a problem. So I just kept like, trying to set it up in case it didn't happen like and so I wouldn't either even though I have still been disappointed but that was what I was trying to do but Erica wanted to kill me every time every <laughs> day she would come up with some some mythical thing that could go wrong you know it, and it's been going on for weeks and weeks and so like we we had to, we sent the official invite to his assistant to John Edward's assistant and mm-hmm. I guess she didn't like reply to that but she had replied to all the previous emails well jessica got it in her head that that meant he canceled i did i did i'm like well (laughs) well i said i'm like erica you're gonna have to get on tiktok (laughs) she's like i'll send him a message on tiktok and he responded right away thank right away and he yeah yeah yeah. he said i'm sorry we're so busy uh, you know out on tours and um who knows maybe his assistant got fired i don't know (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm sure she's a lovely lady (laughs) But, but every so you know, single John, scenario, she never responded. She never responded. <laughs> just in case she's on, you know, on the line on the bubble there. Oh I'm no, just I don't care. He did. We're happy. Uh, and he was he very generous he, with his time. He wasn't like very, trying to wrap up. I very. feel like we could have kept going longer, and he would have been fine. But I didn't want to take advantage of his time. Yeah, we we survived. We. <laughs> We need a teacher that says, I survived John Edward. <laughs> that makes it sound like it just, he's so it difficult. Was, he was wonderful. He was wonderful. No, he's just a great celebrity and he's such a genuine yeah. person. He just, I, I, I was not anticipating being so starstruck and I was, I was, I, I've, you're right. I've never been. I was quiet. Oprah. <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah. It's just so John. <laughs> Um, it says here back when you were in, uh, Las Vegas. Um, yeah. I mean, she was just like, the words were coming out like butter. And then I was I'm fine. Like, oh, yeah. uh. <laughs> it was funny. We switched, we switched gears. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but when wait, I can watch you... this back, I probably am going to cry watching what I said. <laughs> okay. But what was your reaction to my story that I shared about what happened oh my at his God. live show? Because you guys, I've been telling Jessica for weeks that this has been planned. I'm like, I have a really special story to share when he's on the podcast, but I'm not going to tell you because I want you to hear it for the first time during the podcast. So she had no idea. So what, what was your reaction to that? 
goosebumps. I literally, yeah. I, I, I as you were telling it, I had a feeling where <clears throat> it was going. I, I didn't think that you were going to say all three people were there and didn't know yeah. that they were all going to be there or three yeah. families. Um, but as soon as you got to like, and then the third family was there and he brought this up to all three families about the car accident, literally. And was putting like, it remember together I you, little I by get, little. Yeah. When I get like those spiritual kinds of um, things, like I, it's always goosebumps down one leg. Like, and I heard that and went all the way down my left leg. And he, it was glad you shared that with him because he did not know that, like about that. Yeah. He so didn't, that was really he didn't cool. Know. Yeah. That was, the other that was thing my way I of validating cool. him. And I was so nervous, but remind me, how did he explain again when he was younger because he wasn't so honed into the raising of his energy, like he would get visual um, encounters more often and he doesn't really get that anymore. Like, I, yeah. I was so nervous. How, I don't think I heard oh him gosh. explain it. I think I might need I, to re-listen to that too. It, it made sense as he explained it. <laughs> and yeah. now I'm like, what, I'm like, what did he say? I don't remember. It, oh my God. It was just it was, like... A half hour ago. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I know. But I was, it was in the beginning. It, it was like at the yeah. very beginning, I think. And um, it, I think it had something to do with now because he puts himself now he's into really this... like honed his skills and he can or really. He said he has, to, oh, I know what it was. He has to be almost beyond where his normal skill level is for that to happen. Mm. Like okay. the visualization from, um, that one patient in the hospital was because he was so um, feeling so much about his mother's That's passing. That's right. He was in his own yes. emotions. And so he was so receptive and open. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's exactly what it was. And he said that that does not happen very often because that's a really hard level to, to get to, like to, to be able to yeah. do it. He didn't even realize that that's what was happening, but that's what happened is um, he was so taken aback by seeing this patient that looked just like his mother that it yeah. heightened his um, sense of awareness, basically. And that that energy, that spirit was there. And that's why he was able to see um, that lady's son, which was really cool. So I did get yeah. that answer. Um, okay, that but was... you need to tell the story because I wanted you to ask him about this. And, and I gave her the opportunity and she didn't get it and she didn't ask. But tell the story I did. about the, I, I, the Adam I, and Eve thing that oh, you read yeah. about because so, I didn't know this. Yeah. I, it, he always, you know, growing up in a strict Catholic uh, household, as I did, um, would question <clears throat> things. Like he found himself questioning, like one example he gives is, is there really a boat with two animals of each species? I mean, come on, like, let's be realistic <laughs> right. here. Um, another question that he actually asked um, when he was of school age and got in big trouble, but I think it's hysterical. Um, he evidently asked if Adam and Eve, you know, had kids, does that mm -hmm. mean those kids were basically having sex with each other in order to procreate? And they like yelled at him and they were like, like how how dare he ask this? Like he got in huge trouble. I don't know if he got sent home or what. But, but it he, makes sense. Parents, I never thought about that. I never did. I mean, either, if you but... believe that, literally, like it would have to be right. They were the only people, and so yeah, there would like, have so been an incestual. Asking, like, how do you explain this? And they were like, <gasps> right. <laughs> like how dare you? So no, I didn't bring that up, um, which I should have probably. But I, 
I, I think I had already made a couple little jokes. Um, and we had a we had a laugh at the end about the erectile dysfunction. That was that oh was God, hysterical. That was so funny. That was unexpected. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. And he does I does not was have erectile once. dysfunction, by the way. No, I'm not, no. <laughs> you we have were to talking listen about, to it. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the show, but it was about how the ER now is turned into the ED. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that joke that joke happened. But it was a great great podcast and we're very thankful so we're very we very to do this, appreciative uh, yeah we wanted to do this video fresh um while we were all in our fields um and so uh, yes. obviously if i had waited like a week and we did this i probably wouldn't have cried 18 times on this podcast <laughs> but um that's okay it is what it is i'll be better yeah um and it, don't apologize it was amazing you- I yeah, think it yeah, was no, just okay. real emotion. It's but I normal. want people to know that we'll get back to our regular like traditions and our regular, you know, uh, nursing cocktail. And I mean, you guys right now it's, well, we started at 11 a.m. My time, crack of dawn. I mean, I don't think Erica and I are going to be <laughs> chugging down, you know, uh, <laughs> cocktails. Um, and yeah, we wanted to give 730 in the morning. Yeah. every every moment possible um the rest of our guests we don't care about i'm just kidding that's i'm kidding you guys that's a joke but we have a couple a couple good ones coming yes uh, i think this one's given us a little confidence so maybe honestly like we can do people that follow me i'm like i'm just gonna ask them i'm just gonna like send these cold messages to big people that follow me and I don't even know a lot I don't ever really look at my following list but I know of about half a dozen big people that follow me um I also take that as another positive what what is the word validation to me the validation of him coming on this podcast in my mind is a validation of the spiritual world because I I feel like my mother and my Awella would have known how much this would mean to me and in some mm-hmm. way orchestrated it and made it happen um y'all might call me look crazy, at her trying to I take think... credit look at her trying to take credit for getting john edwards she's saying that her, did, her dead relatives it, got though. him he followed <laughs> me and i asked him and she's trying to take credit through her dead relatives are you now, it had nothing kidding to do, me it had nothing to do with erica my mother follows john edward from from heaven and she's really trying to take credit for my i think they used they used you as a vessel but i did erica is it does they follow each other so that did help that helps a lot actually but i'm gonna take it as a um, validation in my mind anyways um but yeah erica i was like ask him ask him didn't i you uh, you were like yeah you did you pushed me I was like, just do it. Yeah. Man. Why not? I'm yeah. like, worst he either does. I didn't think he was going to respond, to be honest. I don't know. I thought like, I didn't be either. like, I didn't, but he did rather quickly. I was, I was yeah. really impressed. He said, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, it was great. Like as if we're talking to like, um, Joe Schmo, Eric's like, what's your availability? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Talk to my assistant. Assistant yeah, number like, two, have, have you? Idea. Number two. <laughs> How many does he have? Her, her, yeah, assistant two. That's, that's who we got assigned. We got assigned assistant two. <laughs> we didn't make number one. No, I don't think that's no, what that it meant. Really I think busy. it meant she, she. I think it meant she's the assistant to oh. John Edward. Oh, oh. she's blonde. I'm so stupid. Stupid. Being blonde. <laughs> I thought they were numbered. 
I literally thought that I was like, how high does it go? Assistant nine? I mean, shit, you never know. Damn. Imagine Oprah's like assistant 99. Like, who knows? Who knows? We'll see yeah. you guys uh, next next week on the next. Um, this month is going to be full of surprises. Um, so stay tuned. Um, more cool stuff to come. <laughs> Thank you.